Welcome to our podcast. So what do you think? The podcast where we chat about the Bible from Genesis to Revelation with friends, family, and loved ones. We laugh. This is the labor where they wash up. Then we wash up. I'm from Missouri, so y'all leave me alone. She's from Missouri. She really means wash up. I'm learning more and more how little I know. Teddy <laughs> Noah entered the ark. And they <laughs> I can't do this. We do impressions. Mine got the tomatoes. Hi, this is Chang's Chinese restaurant. We get a little silly. Jericho, Joshua fit the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. I feel I have a hard time with condom, condiment, con. Not condiments. She loves ketchup and mayonnaise. So in genius. Geniuses. That's our southern accent coming in there, folks. <laughs> a little serious. My spirit, Bubba, what if I give you what you deserve? And a lot grateful. When you feel that, you know, where is God? Well, well that's him. That's him showing his love. Yes, he's got he's got all these people loving on you. Oh, you know, yeah. And like, as we ask and answer questions about the Bible, faith, God, and everything in between. Welcome to So What Do You Think? Take a load off, get comfy, and stay a while. Hey guys, welcome to the show. My name's Missy, and today I am here with JJ. Hi guys. JJ. <laughs> you always like to open with prayer, so I'm going to let you go ahead and do that. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this beautiful day today and all the blessings that you give to us. And we just ask that you would be with us now as we do this podcast and Lord, that it would glorify you in everything we say, and that your words would be our words, and that your thoughts would be our thoughts. And we just ask that you would give us strength, and all of our listeners, we pray for them, that you would give them peace through this season of holidays, and guide them and their families in all their times together, Lord. And we just praise your holy name. In your precious Son, Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. So, <clears throat> we are going to talk about never giving up. So Never giving up. Never give up. Go, JJ. What you got? <laughs> oh, well, we, we've been talking about this topic a lot today and um, learning some really good stuff. And we just feel like, um, you know, God is always working yeah. for our good and you know, when you accept Christ as your Savior and you go through the process of changing mm-hmm. and and um, your heart is new and God is working in you and changing you, you, you sometimes may not feel like you can see it or that you feel it. Um, but when you, when you come so far and you look back at your life, you can see God threaded throughout your whole life, mm-hmm. you know, in all these different ways. And you might not have realized them at the time. So we want, you know, we we need to try to focus on that, that he's probably doing that right now, too, even though we don't realize it. You don't feel it or see it, but he's doing it. Yeah, and, and he's always working things out for our good and what's best for us. We may not know it's the best for it, but for us, but he knows it's the best for us. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes yeah. you feel like you have to do you you have to do something for God or like you want to do something, you know. 
Mm-hmm. And we're just afraid to take a step. And you have to take a step. And God will help us and know it's, you know, we'll know if it's right or wrong. But I think if we quit thinking about it and just take a step, mm-hmm. sometimes we think it's us. But a lot of times, you know, it's God nudging us. We think it's our idea. And a lot mm-hmm. of times it's God nudging us. Yeah, like if we would be quiet and listen and, and say. Yeah. And, and and do what we think he's asking us to do without trying right. to say, oh, I don't know if I should do that. And if you take a step and mess up, what's the worst thing that can happen? Yeah, because at least you tried, right? At least you tried. Don't quit. If you do, God will pick you up, and you can take another step, and you can figure out what God wants you to do. But it has to start with that one step. This is so important. Mm-hmm. So pretend I have a I, I thought about this. Pretend I have a piece of paper, and this may be a dumb little way to do it. but No, it's good. And you're, there's And I draw a circle on the paper. And then you, you know, the circle is considered my comfort zone. You mean right? like inside that circle? Inside that circle is my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. And then if you draw lines out, like, you know how the sun rays are when you draw a little sun? Mm-hmm. You draw all a whole bunch of lines out. And then on each line, write what you've been thinking about doing. So say it's a dog rescue business, feeding the homeless, woodworking for God, uh, name it. You know, it could be working out, taking a walk. Starting a charity. Ta- yeah, anything. Yeah, anything. Mm-hmm. And then take one step toward that goal. Pick one. Say, Pick one. if you want to do dogs, foster a few dogs at first, and then you're going to take the next step. If you want to feed the homeless, feed a few homeless people at first. Make a few wood projects, so on and so forth. If you want to walk, take that first step, walking outside, walk around the block once. Mm-hmm. And then you just take that second step and pray for God's guidance. I think you'll know right away if it's something God wants you to do or not. I feel like he'll open doors, give you grace, give you peace while you're doing it. But if you stay in that circle and just sit there and think about all those things you want to do, you know, you're not going to get anywhere. You never do anything. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. we need to go through a few things to equip us to deal with those hard things that might come up. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to sit in that comfort zone. Right. I think there's something to be said for trying and failing. Mm-hmm. We Definitely. all want to get it right the first time, you know. Mm-hmm. The Israelites took a 40-year trip that should have been taken 11 days, but maybe God had to get the slavery mentality out of them, and maybe God's got to get stuff out of us. Maybe right. we have to go through some steps and mess up. Right. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it's that thing we just already said it once, that God holds all the plans. God doesn't ever not have a plan. He always has a plan for us. And he knows what's best for us, the best plan. We might think we know the plan, but we probably don't. And he always does. Yeah. And the other thing is when you step out like that, it may not be pretty at first. It Mm -hmm. might not be, you know, when we first started doing this podcast, I'll just have to tell you, (laughs) they were pretty bad. And I'm not, I know they're not where, where are they, <laughs> they aren't where they could be still. They're still growing um, to do and to learn. And we could do this different. We could do that different. But, you know, when we started out, the podcast content with my brother was good. Mm-hmm. But as far as my skills, I mean, you can hear all the mistakes. You can hear yeah. a lot of things I did wrong. And that's what you have to do. It's uncomfortable, but... Mm-hmm. We didn't know if people would listen. You just do it. You take yeah. that step. Okay, That's we're just right. going to record one. All right, we did all right. Let's record two. Right. And then three. And that's the same thing I'm talking about. Right. It wasn't pretty at first, mm-hmm. and it's not where it needs to be now, but it is providing 
a teaching for people who want to learn about Jesus and that's bringing people to Jesus. Right, which is the whole goal. And God has held our hand the whole way. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now we're going to um, read it or read a scripture from Mark chapter 5, verse 25, or starting with 25. Mm-hmm. Um, and to set it up, Jairus, a synagogue leader, had just fallen at Jesus' feet and told Jesus about his dying daughter. So Jesus was on his way to Jairus' daughter, and a large crowd was was following Jesus. So here starts verse 25. And a woman was there who had been subject to bleeding for 12 years. Yeah, that just, number 12 again. I know, 12 years. Can you imagine having your period years. for 12? Let's just say what it is. Yeah. 12 years. Okay, go ahead. 12 years. She had suffered a great deal under the care of many doctors and had spent all she had. Yet instead of getting better, she grew worse. When she hears about Jesus, she came up behind him in the crowd and touched his cloak. Because she thought, if I just touch his clothes, I will be healed. Immediately, her bleeding stopped, and she felt in her body that she was freed from her suffering. At once, Jesus realized that power had gone out from him. He turned around in the crowd and asked, who touched my clothes? And to paraphrase pretty much the rest, his disciples are like, what do you mean who who touched you? Do you see all of these people? But Jesus kept looking, and the woman fell at his feet trembling with fear and told him it was her. He told her, your faith has healed you. Go in peace and be freed from your suffering. Wow. There's so much we can learn from this woman Mm -hmm. because we took a deep dive into it. Yeah. So let's talk about it. So by Jewish law, she was declared ceremonial unclean. You're like, what's that, right? This meant that she could not... She was not able to enter the temple for Jewish religious ceremonies. According to this law, anything she touched or anyone would be also considered unclean. Mm -hmm. So everyone in the crowd she touched would have been considered unclean, Mm -hmm. even Jesus by their law, if she had touched him. Mm -hmm. If the disciples had known this, can you imagine it? They would have had a fit, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. they wouldn't have Mm -hmm. let her. So let's think about her. She's been on her period for 12 years, which I can't even imagine. She's got to be so frail. Yeah, the know. doctors who worked on her made it worse. Nobody wants to be near her. And, you know, so she's looking at this big crowd. Maybe she's thinking, all right, if I can just get past this lady up here ahead of me, if I can just get in front of her so she gets in front of the lady. And then she says, there's a big man ahead of me. If I can just get in front of that big man, and she pushes her way past to get in front of this big old guy. Mm-hmm. And step so at a time. she keeps going step by step. And before she know, before she knows it, she's up there by Jesus, and she falls to the ground and reaches out and just grabs the very end of his, you know, his garment, mm-hmm. and Jesus can feel it, you know. Yeah. And um, she's saying, "That's all I need." And I mean, she's sweating, she's hot. I just got you. Got to get this mental picture this of her vision, yeah, of this crowd and how hard it was for her to do what she did. And she touches his garment, Jesus notices, and she's healed. Right. So what if she had looked at the crowd, this big old crowd, and said, there's no way I'm going to be able to get through that crowd. And I think sometimes we look at the big picture of, say, I want to have a foster, you know, dog care center 
And we look at that and we say, that's impossible. Mm-hmm. Instead of, well, let me foster a few dogs. Take this step. Like this woman, we just mm-hmm. take that one step in front of that lady first. Yeah, it's almost like uh, sometimes, and certainly this woman could have done it, like when we're faced with something hard, you can make up your mind, well, I, I could never do that. That's too hard. Well, you get Why swallowed up in try? your fear, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like you look at that big picture and like there's no way that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. You get swallowed up in your fear. And yep. you just stay in your little circle. In your comfort zone. Go back to mm-hmm. your comfort zone. Wee, yeah. wee. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> oh. Well, there's another uh, similar story. Mm-hmm. And it is in Luke, which I just didn't have marked. Uh, it's Luke chapter 5, and it starts uh, verse 17. Sorry, guys. Okay. Um, so this is similar to the story of the woman. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> One day Jesus was teaching, and Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there. They had come from every village of Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. When they could not find a way to do this because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat through the tiles into the middle of the crowd, right in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, Friend, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves, Who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, Why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven or to say get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. So he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take your mat, and go home. Immediately he stood up in front of them took what he had been lying on, and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, We have seen remarkable things today. Wow. See, it's the same, similar story to the lady. I mean, Mm -hmm. it wasn't the man himself doing it, but others around him, they could have given up. Yeah, they were determined. They were determined. To find a way to get to Jesus. And, um, yeah, as... You know, um, we can't do all these things on our own. Just like you're talking about your your um, example with the comfort zone. Um, like Jesus doesn't want him doesn't want us to just ask him for things and pray for things and right. then just sit there and expect for them to happen. Yeah, he wants us to build a relationship and a partnership with him. Mm-hmm. And by doing that and going through these trials and striving for something that we really want through those trials and we learn so much and we learn what all the promises he gave to us teach us right and what they mean right and you know it it makes you feel good in your heart um and sometimes you know it's hard to do something you don't want to do like you know what's right to do. Mm -hmm. Like maybe you came out of the grocery store and you have your cart 
and you emptied all your groceries into your car, but and then you look around and there's no cart corral thing there. And you're like, <laughs> I don't want to take this buggy all the way over there to the other side of the parking lot. But you know it's the right thing to do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, you know, just do it. Just do and it. And then you feel good in your heart. You feel like, you know. I like Joyce Meyer's example of this, this extreme example. And this is really hard for people to mm-hmm. understand if you're not a Christian. But she her, she was sexually abused all her life um, by her father. Uh, mentally abused, sexually abused. And her mother ignored it all her life. And um, she had grown, you know, as she grew as a Christian, she had forgiven them in her heart. But God wanted one more thing. He he wanted her to take care of them. And she said the first time she heard it, she said, you've got to be kidding. This ain't God. Mm -hmm. This is not God telling me to do this. Mm -hmm. But it was God. Yeah. And she did take, she did bring them home and buy them a house and take care of and them. Take care of them. Mm-hmm. And her father accepted Christ. Yeah. And, and that's God's love. That that's That is an it, overpowering love. It is opposite of what the world would do. Yes, exactly. And that's one thing that she said is it's a upside his world is upside down from the world. He's right side up. He makes you right side up or something similar In to that. In an upside down world he makes you right side up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, and that's, you know, when people do these, uh, you know, maybe they've, maybe someone's committed a bad sin. Maybe you, you know, just like her dad. Right. But that's how much God loves us. Again, that's him, like, no matter what you've done, he loves you. Yeah. You know, and you, and you might think, well, he, he could never love me. I'm not worthy of, after I've done this thing or whatever, you know, but he does. He, he does. always does. Every single day, the same. So all this ties into taking steps, never giving up, but taking steps and doing things that are extraordinary and can be hard. And it's all for, you know, you're doing it to have a relationship with God and to bring others to God. Right, and and just trust in Him and know that He's working things out for your good. And, you know, even sometimes when, you know, just like forgiving someone, maybe that feels wrong. Like, how how could I forgive this person? But but truly, it really does. If you hold on, I I did hold on to that for a while for Mm -hmm. a certain person. And you have to let that go and forgive that person. It's more for your benefit almost. Yeah. I think, because it creates a lot of resentment and a lot of anger. Well, it's teaching you how God loves. Yeah. You're, you're, you're letting Jesus come through you. Yeah. You know, to, yeah, to do that. I forgot to read this scripture, Matthew 5, 40, 41. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to walk one mile, go with them too. That's Jesus. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's opposite of what the world would want you to do. Right. It is. It's a it's a kind of love and a, and you know the um relationship you build with him and how he changes your heart mm-hmm. allows you to do those things that you yeah, think you wouldn't do and the world wouldn't do. Well, do you have anything else? Um, let's see. 
I don't think so. Well, I want to talk about God says in the Bible that um, there will be signs and, and wonders in the sky, and mm. I sure have seen them lately. So Me too. We saw the lunar eclipse with the supermoon and the... What was it? She can never remember the three moons. I had a dream about three moons before this happened, so I was so (laughs) excited. So about a week or two before the supermoon, I had a dream about it, and it was the supermoon, the lunar eclipse, and the blood blood moon. moon. So that was a triple moon, so I had a dream about a triple moon, and I thought that was cool. But anyway. Yay, Missy. Yay, me. (laughs) Thank you, Lord. (laughs) Um, And then, so that was awesome. And then, you know, after that, you could still see the the moon was so bright. Oh, it was beautiful. And then and that, the, there have been, for the last three weeks, stars that look like crosses. Mm-hmm. And I've shown you, I've shown Mom, I've shown Robert, I've shown everybody. Look at this. Yeah, they're so beautiful. So if you are in Georgia, I don't know if it's everywhere, if you are in Georgia or the south, you can see these stars, <coughs> excuse me, that look like crosses. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah. And then... Today, we were driving. We had went to help, went to help. We had gone to help mom. <laughs> we went to help mama. Decorate for Christmas. And uh, we saw these cool clouds that looked like angels. It was the most beautiful. And it I've had seen. like a rainbow in it. It yeah, was it so was like this neat. Tiny, like it was all the colors of the rainbow, but it was only showing through this small part. Yeah. But it just really looked like. Angel's wings. You guys, watch the sky. It's it was so, so cool. Beautiful. Watch out what's going on. And I just got to say this for Mama Helen. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, the other thing that happened, um, I was standing out in the driveway at my mom's house talking to a friend of mine, and um, this hawk was flying around in the sky, and it was the most beautiful day like one of those blue skies, no clouds at all, just bright blue sky, sun shining so bright, and the hawk would spread his wings, and it was like you could almost see through his wings, you know, mm-hmm. that sun was so pretty. And that hawk flew in a circle around our heads seven times. Wow. I counted it. Whoa. So, whoa. <laughs> They're making fun I, of me because every time I hear something cool, I go, whoa. I swear to you that hawk flew seven complete circles. And the number seven means complete in the Bible. It does. It means perfect completeness. God was giving and me a sign. And then he flew off. Wow. After he circled seven times. So that is so cool. You just have Ooh. to look around. You can see God. <clears throat> and we always like to end with a prayer of salvation. If you haven't accepted Christ into your heart, and you can just pray with me. There's no magic words. It's really, you got to believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. And um, But we're going to pray. I like to pray for myself when I was saved because it made me feel like I was doing something, I guess is the, the way I should put it. Mm-hmm. But that was just me. And you can pray also or just believe in your heart that Jesus is Lord. Believe in your heart. So, dear Lord, thank you so much for this time. We pray that this podcast would touch somebody, Lord, and help them get out of their comfort zone and make a step, just one little step, Lord. 
We pray that you would be with them and let them look through their lives as in their past to see how you threaded their life together and were there all along. Mm-hmm. We all need to do that sometime to, to have a remembrance of you and the times you've touched us. And we just pray for people who haven't accepted you, Lord, that they say this prayer with us. Say, Dear Lord, I believe that Jesus died on the cross for me. I believe that he carried my sins on the cross and bled and died for me, Lord. I repent of my sins, Lord. Cleanse me and make me whole. I believe that you died for me, rose three days later, and sit at the right hand of the Father. And I believe that you are very much alive today. I pray that you would make the, the words of the Bible come alive for me. I pray that you would show me signs and wonders in the sky, Lord. I pray that you would reveal yourself to me and talk to me in a way that I understand. I invite you into my heart, into my life, into my mind, into my soul, every part of me, Lord. I surrender it all to you. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That was a beautiful prayer. Thank you, JJ. Thank you, Missy. I enjoyed it. It was fun. Good job. JJ is in the house. Bye, y'all. Bye. (laughs) We didn't giggle. (laughs) If we'd have kept going, we would have. Bye. Thanks for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Are you interested in listening to more episodes? Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeart, and Spotify. Do you have a question you'd like us to chat about? Email us at swduthink at gmail.com. We have new episodes every Monday. See you next time.